So OpenSea dumped royalties and they got back together before most people even realized what was going on. Of course, this was overshadowed by all the craziness that's happening with FTX, Binance, the FTT token, and the fallout for the rest of the market. However, in the midst of all this, what got buried is news that shortly after Magic Eden flip-flopped on their position with royalties, OpenSea did the same thing. Not everyone's going to agree with my take. However, I believe these marketplaces are playing a dangerous game and setting themselves up for failure. Today, we're going to discuss why that is. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So in case you're new to the show, I have to say that I am a marketing nerd. I absolutely love researching business models, how people build amazing things, and how companies operate. And one of my favorite books is called The Blue Ocean Strategy. And in summary, this is a business book all about how a company can position itself to not be in the competitive waters of the red ocean. And the red ocean is referring to sharks. When sharks are hunting, of course, fish or whatever it is, the water tends to get very red. Blue ocean means that there's no sharks hunting and any shark that goes into those waters are not competing with anyone for their meal. So the idea of the blue ocean strategy is to find a way to differentiate yourself from your competitors, enter into a market that essentially has no competition, and that way you're not fighting over the scraps that are left over. And in this market, we're seeing that these quote-unquote marketplaces such as Magic Eden, Open Seas, they're acting as a commodity, meaning that they're not differentiating themselves and they're not doing anything other than the price as to say why you should shop and buy your NFTs on one platform over another. And a blue ocean strategy would be something like rather than competing with price, these marketplaces can differentiate themselves and rather than being commodities, they can do certain things such as zero knowledge notifications for NFT holders. For example, if a project wants to send out some notifications to their holders without requiring them to be on Twitter or in Discord, some sort of way that's built into that marketplace, the platform, that's something that they could throw in there. Or holders' messages some community tools, these are the type of things that they can add to their platform that's going to separate them from their competition. Otherwise, it's just all about the prices and it is a race to the bottom. I'm not sure who said this, but one of my favorite quotes is, the problem with a price war is that you just might win because there are no winners in a race to the bottom. And essentially, these royalties, which range from between 1% and say 15%, it's almost like a sales tax depending where you are in the world. And what's interesting to me is that OpenSea actually shared data, open data sharing that each week, more and more people were shifting to platforms with zero royalty. So of course, as the leading marketplace, they don't want to lose market share. So what they decided to do was transition to zero royalty. Now they got a huge amount of backlash from leaders in the space, including Snoop Dogg, the artist that did the work for Bored Apes, and countless influencers. And of course, their hate mail and everything started to flood in memes, comments. People were doing all sorts of content about this. And just as quickly as it came, it also went. OpenSea did a full backpedal and retreated. But what's crazy to me is they released the data sharing that information, sharing that people were having a shift in the market and they were going towards these platforms where they could save those one to 10%. So of course, they made that decision based on the data. However, they could not stand the criticism that came with it. And this is where I'm probably going to lose people and be a little bit quote unquote controversial. I mean, really, it's not controversial. It is just simple business. And matter of fact, it is just life. If you try to please everyone, you're not going to please anyone at all. And I think OpenSea 
and Magic Eden have a huge problem. Who are they trying to appeal to? Are they trying to appeal to the DGen crowd? Are they trying to appeal to the patrons of the arts? Or are their main customers the creators, the people that are making these NFTs and so forth? Who are they really trying to service? Because on the surface, yes, we would love to say, yeah, we just want to support everyone. The space is very small and we're trying to just be there for everyone and make this a wonderful space and so forth. However, realistically, there are so many different types of people in this market. There are so many different types of projects. People have different needs. And trying to do everything for everyone means that you're really not that great in any single category whatsoever. And what OpenSea and Magic Eden benefited from is that because they were first in the space for the most part, they were very early, they were able to grow very big, have a massive market share, and pretty much going forward, the only way to go is down. As far as percentage-wise, more people are going to come into the space, but it's very unlikely that they'll ever be as dominant as they were six, seven, eight months ago. So the question is, can they pick a lane to stay in? And based on what I'm seeing right now, absolutely not. They have weak leadership. There's no other way to put it. Now, am I saying that royalties are a terrible thing? Absolutely not. I truly believe that it is a good thing to support artists and so forth. However, they presented market data showing that the people are shifting towards the zero royalty platforms. So the data is in. People are voting with their dollars. However, the poll that they went by and everything that they choose to make their decisions based on is not how people are voting with their dollars. It's how people are voting with their tweets. And regardless of how popular or unpopular that decision may be, if all the data shows that that is what's best for your business because that is what the people actually want, that is what they care about, what they're spending their money on, I just can't understand why they would backpedal on it so quickly just because they were criticized. And to me, that really shows insecurity and weakness. So this is what I'm thinking. It's like, well, if you see that the market and the people are starting to favor no royalties, however, you want to stay true and support these creators, support these artists, support these platforms in a way that gives them benefit. Why not just work directly with them to figure out ways that you can enhance their experience that will either A, encourage their holders to pay additional fees or B, help them to have exclusive features that are only on your platform that are available to people that are playing royalties. And it just absolutely blows my mind because they're just going back and forth and they're not doing anything. That seems to be based on facts and logic and it is completely based on people's response on Twitter. And if there's anything we can know about Twitter is that the loudest people are actually not the majority. And we're in election season right now. And of course, I don't even dabble in political Twitter, but I know from experience with politics on Facebook and other places, it is very easy to get one idea of something, not realizing that the data that you're collecting happens to be in a very small bubble, and it ends up creating a completely different picture of what the results are going to be on election day, or in this case, on the day when people are actually taking out their wallets to make their purchase. So here's my thoughts of everything. I truly believe that this is the straw that truly has broken OpenSea's back. And we've seen them make some crazy decisions and pivots backpedaling very quickly based on public backlash in the past. However, I think this one is probably the worst one of them all, simply because they have the data of weeks and weeks and weeks showing the trend. People are going towards that. So you're losing market share as a company. However, because of the public backlash, the bad PR and all of that, you decide to backpedal. I mean, I just don't understand that. So the question I wanted to know is, which one are you for? Are you trying to be the most popular platform on Twitter? Are you trying to actually support these creators? Are you trying to be the best experience for traders and collectors? Or what? Like, what are they trying to do? I have no idea at this point. 
And truthfully, based on what they're saying and how they're actually reacting to all this stuff, I don't think they know either. But again, I know that is not popular because I'm saying something that is like, well, if they think that that's what's best for their business, that's what they should do. And I know that makes me sound like a horrible person in this day and age with Web3, everything is just hold hands and everything's happy and nice. But at the end of the day, this is the way I'm looking at it as someone who is in marketing, someone who is in business. So in my day job, offline, outside of Web3, brick and mortar, as boring of a business as possible. We have about 40 staff. We have customers that we serve. We have so many parties that are dependent on us succeeding, keeping our doors open, including charities that we're supporting, schools, you name it. And in order to keep all that going, the business has to be successful. So whether that means laying off someone that's not pulling their weight, raising prices as our electric bill and utilities are going through the roof with inflation, cutting some luxury perks in order to keep things affordable, like something has to give. And when it happens, there's always backlash. However, all those people that I mentioned before, in order to keep every single one of those people employed, food on their tables, their kids going to school, donations going out, all of those things, it all is dependent on making the best decisions for the business. And people might say, hey, that is just heartless and cold and it's just capitalistic and it's very ruthless, like some sort of 19th century tycoon. I don't know if this sounds like Andrew Carnegie or one of those type of guys, Rockefeller or something. That is how they try to make this sound. Even look at what's happening right now with Elon taking over Twitter and him trying to actually make it a profitable entity, how much backlash and fire, all that is coming. But at the end of the day, if a business does not turn a profit, cannot keep the lights on, so many more people are going to be affected in the long run that it's not even worth dealing with the loudest people on Twitter that might not even be one of your customers. I'm sure some of these people that are weighing in on this have no stakes. They don't own NFTs. And even if they do, they surely don't own any Ethereum assets, not to mention there's trolls in the game that are just having fun. And I don't think OpenSea really sees that. So again, now I'm not taking the side of OpenSeas. I can criticize them for days and days and days. There's lots of issues I have with OpenSeas. I think they fumble a lot. They drop the ball a lot. I, In my opinion, certain areas, they're doing an amazing job. I'll give them their flowers when they have their flowers, certain new features that they have, the upgrades, the UI, even certain things that I see that they were testing today. The actual listing page, I noticed for about an hour, it just had a completely redesign, which I thought looked absolutely amazing. But by the afternoon when I went back, it reverted to the original version. So I know they're doing some amazing things. It takes money to do all that. And rather than flip-flopping on this whole royalty thing and just being a populist person who is just trying to appease everyone and go with whatever flavor is popular on Twitter for the day, I would say do what's best for you to serve your customer for as long as possible. Because at the end of the day, if everyone likes you on Twitter today, but you're bankrupt tomorrow, it does not matter. And if you're really in this space trying to make a difference, trying to help out those artists, trying to help people in impoverished countries to really elevate themselves and make an honest living, well, build those features into the platform and figure out a creative way to help everyone to win. But hey, I think I've ruffled enough feathers with this one. I know that probably I'm going to get a whole bunch of comments and what have you. But at the end of the day, I want everyone to win. I really do. But I also realize that you cannot make everyone happy. And I personally do not have an issue paying royalties. However, let's say for whatever reason, I need to get an NFT off the floor. I honestly don't care which one it is in order to have access to some sort of utility that I need right away. And I happen to be a few dollars short in whatever cryptocurrency that is. And there is the option to buy from one of these that happens to be a few percent cheaper. Honestly, I would buy it for the less, knowing very well that I'm going to miss out. And then I would probably justify it by saying, I'm going to figure out a way to promote, elevate, share, and reward that project 
in ways that goes above and beyond the couple of dollars that they would have made on that royalty. But I'd love to know, are you willing to personally pay for royalties or is it about saving that extra percent? Which one matters more to you? Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using the contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.